0: hey guys welcome to thursday connect i am so excited about today i have a special treat for me but it's also for you my daughter jacqueline um, paletta is an attorney but she is also a powerful woman of the word she has encountered Many difficult things in her life and the word of God has always inspired her faith and helped her to shift her perspective. So I want to invite you to watch with me as Jacqueline brings us a message of encouragement for this Thursday Connect. I want you to type in the chat when something speaks to your heart, type that in. When she says a verse, type that in because she'll be able to watch it back later Isn't this awesome that um, even though we can't fly and be in different places in real time and real touching, but we can be together. So I want you to watch as Jacqueline opens up her perspective about how God wants to be with us today on this Thursday in May, 2020. So Jacqueline, tell us what God's put on your heart.
1: Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me for Thursday Connect. Thanks, Mom, for the opportunity to share Guys, today I just want to have an encouraging conversation. Obviously, during this COVID-19 coronavirus adventure, it has been an adventure with highs and lows and twists and turns, discouragement and angst and turmoil and joy and perspective and unexpected emotions, unexpected circumstances. Now I want to share with you how I have been particularly encouraged during this time (laughs) As a mom, as a wife, as a mother of small children, as an attorney who understands and is tasked with the obligation of understanding our laws and our regulations, our rules, our freedoms. As a Christian who knows to put her hope in the Lord, to trust in the Lord and lean not on my own understanding, this this has been a challenging time mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, but I have found myself encouraged, and I hope that through this conversation, you can find yourself encouraged as well. So first, I want to talk about David. So if you'll turn with me to First Samuel chapter number 30, and I am reading from the King James Version, starting in verse number three. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons... And their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept, until they had no more power to weep. Verse 6. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Dear God, thank you for your word. Thank you that it is true, and thank you that it is timeless. And Father, I lean into you. I rely not on my understanding, but I rely on you. God, help me to um, convey the message of hope and encouragement that your Holy Spirit has uh, given to me during this time. Anoint our ears and our hearts, God, to hear what you have to say to us. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, for those of us who have felt discouraged or overwhelmed or confused or at a loss during these times, you know, think of David. His city was burned. His family, his entire family was taken captive. The families of all those that he serves were also taken captive. The people turned on him. They spoke of stoning him. He was discouraged. And yet, he encouraged himself in the Lord. Now, how is that possible? The Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. Notwithstanding the circumstances that David faced, not only here, but other times. You know, David, the same man who faced Goliath. And said you come against me with your sword and your spear but I come against you in the name of the God of the armies of Israel David had a genuine relationship with God he knew who he was intimately that he knew the power of his name and so David had a sure foundation of faith in the Lord so even during difficult times he had a reservoir to dip into to rely upon to draw from, because of that, because he, in a time of plenty, planted, watered, fertilized seeds of hope and of faith in his own life, when times of discouragement came, he was then able to rely upon that to encourage himself. The people around him, friends, a lot of times we rely on our friends. We rely on our pastor. We rely on our family. But who encourages us when everyone around us is discouraged? Who encourages us when the people around us are trying to stone us, when our entire family is is taken captive, when our, our city is burned? David encouraged himself in the Lord. And we can learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord as well. The New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14, says, Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. And do everything with love. Obviously, there are a great many portions of Scripture in the Bible. Joshua is another one that speaks of being strong and courageous. I chose First Corinthians 16 because it challenges us to be on guard. Be on guard for our hearts, for our minds, be aware. I think sometimes one of the biggest weapons that I have is awareness. Aware that the circumstance that I face is not As distressing as I may feel because of everything else going on what I mean is you know sometimes you can get tired and and when you're tired sometimes you can feel more overwhelmed than maybe is warranted sometimes you become ill and when you're ill your threshold for issues is lower than it would otherwise be and so our reactions or our emotions are heightened or in, inflamed or exaggerated, and so be on guard or, or be on where to me says to be aware of what is going on. Be aware when um, you know that you are tired, when you know that you are weary, and so that you don't give more credence to circumstances than you should. Keep a, a valid pers- perspective stand firm in the faith. You know, again, David watered the seeds of faith in his life from a very young age, from a, from a boy. You know, he was a boy. He was a teenager when he faced, um, Goliath. Even when we have challenging or trying, um, Times, whether it be because of health, whether it be because of finances, whether it be because of the world around us, whether it be because of our government, we can stand firm in the faith. You know, that could mean participating in live stream services, in live stream Bible studies, calling a friend, reading your Bible, praying, meditating on God, counting um, our blessings. There are many things that you can do, practical things. You can Write down things that you are grateful for, blessings that you have. You have a roof over your head, you have a bed to sleep in, your children are healthy, your your marriage is strong, Um, you have food on your table. You woke up this morning, you were able to take a shower, a hot shower. Sometimes when we consider the little things and we refuse to allow negativity to come out of our mouth because remember, our mouths have the power of life and death. And so sometimes when we are weary, it's most important to bridle our tongue. It's most important to be careful about what we say. We'll be careful little mouth what you say. Oh, be careful little ears what you hear. Or be careful little eyes what you see. Especially when we are weary or vulnerable or frustrated or confused or there are circumstances, that's when we need to be very careful what we say. And so as when we were young, our mother said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. In in times when we might otherwise feel discouraged, that's when we have to have the discipline to guard our mouths and to only say things that are lovely, that are beautiful, that are of good report, like Philippians tells us to do. And so we can choose to go no lower than gratitude. At the very least, I am going to be thankful and I'm going to find things to be thankful for. With every breath that I breathe, I can breathe out the goodness of God. I can be thankful that God is still on the throne, that he is sovereign, that none of this caught him by surprise. I can choose what I think about. I can choose what I speak about. I might not be able to choose whether I stay home or whether I go out. I might not be able to choose when or what I can buy at the store, when I can go to the store, where I can go, or whether to eat at a restaurant or not, but I can choose what I think about. I can choose what I speak about. I can choose gratitude. So stand firm in the faith. Do the things that you know. Encourage yourself in the faith be courageous in times of trepidation either because of political climate or coronavirus or illness or or money or health um, be courageous Um, we can choose to put on the armor of god we can choose to think about honor and glory to god you know as we're reminded of the armor of God. I look to Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 13 in the Amplified Version. It says, Therefore, put on the complete armor of God, so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger, and having done everything that the crisis demands, to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, an upright heart, and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace and preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Obviously, there are more pieces to uh, the armor of God But the bottom line is, is that it is now today is the day that you can invest in your faith by consciously choosing to wear those pieces of the armor, by praying them on to your life, the helmet of salvation, the the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the belt of truth, truth. The thing is, is that In a world where people want you to believe that truth is relative, God's Word is true and it is not relative. When you're looking for the truth, you can look to the Lord, you can look to the Word of God, there you will find truth. And when you are consciously putting on the full and complete armor of God, when you are consciously choosing that you will speak life, that you will speak gratitude, that you will say the things that are praiseworthy, you're speaking life to yourself, you are encouraging yourself. You're doing what 1 Corinthians chapter 16 commands. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong and do everything with love. The Passion Translation, Romans chapter 15, verse number 13. Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace, as you trust in Him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life and with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. May God fill you to overflowing as you trusted him, as, during, while. Sometimes we view prayer as an opportunity for something to happen, an event for God to answer our prayer we're looking for the light at the end of the tunnel the thing is God is in the in-between God isn't just at the beginning or just at the end he isn't just the answer to our prayers he is with us during as as the circumstances continuing we can continually build ourselves up in the faith we can support and encourage and undergird our faith we can water the seeds of faith that we have been planting all along the way and one of the things that we have to do one of the things that I do when I know that I'm particularly discouraged when I know that I am um, giving too much weight to circumstances when I am am like Peter and I'm I'm looking at the storm instead of my savior and I'm faltering that is when I have to choose that's when I have to exercise the the fruit of the spirit of of self discipline of self-control to force myself to only say the things that are good and praiseworthy to only allow myself to be no lower than gratitude at the very least I can find something to be thankful for and at the very least I am going to pray to God thanking him for who he is thanking him for the things that i do have finding things to be grateful for whether it's the clothes on my back or the warm shower that i took this morning i'm going to find things little things to be grateful for because i'm slowly disciplining myself to change my perspective perspective Of all the things that I have thought about, written about, during this time, perspective is what I continually come back to. Priorities is another thing that I continually come back to. I'm busy. I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I work outside of the home as an attorney. And I don't get to spend as much time with my children or my family as I should. And during this time, I've realized that as busy as I am, I can choose differently. I can choose to to spend my time differently. I can choose to um, spend more time with my children. And that is certainly something that I've gotten to do during this time. I knew that I was struggling, struggling to understand, struggling to make sense of, struggling to... find a sure footing in my faith even um god why is this happening why why are you allowing this to happening what on earth is going on um you know we don't we don't live in 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 a communist country why why can the government say where we can and cannot go why can the government say what we can and cannot buy why can the government say that we cannot go to church lord what is happening I know better I know that God is in control I know that my faith is secure I know that the anger holds I know what the end of the book says I know that we are victorious and I know that victory is not an event I know that victory is a mindset and so I during this time have found comfort in even david's story that he encouraged himself and so i challenged my own self to change my own perspective to instead of focusing on the confusion instead of focusing on the unknown that has particularly been challenging we don't know we don't know what tomorrow holds. we don't know if we can go to work tomorrow or, or when we can go back to work we don't we don't know when our children will go back to school we don't we don't know if it's safe for them to, to go out. We've, we've really kept our children home, confined to the home. My husband has done uh, the grocery shopping every every two weeks. So it's the unknown, but I can choose what I think about. I can choose my perspective. I can choose what I talk about. I can choose what I allow my emotions to, to go towards. I can choose gratitude. And so, um, one of the reasons why I'm filming outside today is because of perspective. While the government might be able to say that I can't um, go to a certain store, I can't buy a certain thing, I, I am allowed to go outside. And outside, in God's wonderful creation, I am reminded of the majesty of God. I am reminded of His sovereignty. He cares for for the birds. He cares for the flowers in the field he cares for us and he owns the cattle in a thousand hills he's got this under control who might to, to to worry about this this did not catch God by surprise and so there are things there are self-discipline type of things that I have to do in order to keep myself from getting to a place that is overwhelmed I have to do that for myself I have to do that for my children for my husband I can't encourage them if I'm discouraged. There are people around me that need me to be encouraging to them. And so perspective and priorities is something that I've had the opportunity to reframe and refocus during this time. And I think that I have done that not only for today, not only during coronavirus quarantine, but I think that some lessons that I have been able to learn, some encouragement that I have received um, from the Lord and from his word uh, that is timeless. I, I think that truly some of those things that I have learned, I can take with me to whenever this quarantine lives, to whenever these circumstances change and I hope that you can too I hope that from this day forward that you can choose that you will go no lower than gratitude that you will be a governor of your own mouth that you will be very careful what you say that when you speak you will speak life that you will choose to consciously put on um, the full and complete armor of God so that you can stand strong so that you can be courageous so that you can be on guard and stand firm in the face I have one more verse for you, but before I get to that, to those who feel discouraged, be encouraged. Those who feel that perhaps you are a person of faith, perhaps you are a church goer, maybe you're a pastor or a leader and you feel discouraged by your own discouragement, that perhaps you feel guilty or ashamed or embarrassed that you're having struggles with discouragement. God is big enough to handle your discouragement. Even Jesus himself was discouraged. In the garden before the cross, Jesus asked his father, if it's possible, please take this cup from me. He was so overwhelmed that he sweat blood and yet he was rejuvenated as he prayed. And he didn't quit. He did follow through with the plans and the purposes that God had for him. And he died and he rose on the cross. And and notwithstanding coronavirus quarantine, Easter was not canceled. The tomb is still empty. God is still on the throne. The end of the book has been written and we are victorious. God can handle your discouragement. So so be encouraged. Find ways to encourage yourself in the faith. Reach out to a pastor, a neighbor, a friend. Read your Bible. Pray in the Spirit. Sing praises to the Lord. Turn on worship music. Participate in, in live stream services or, or devotions. You can do it. You will make it. God's plans are to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. He will enable you to be more than an overcomer. So take heart and turn with me to Jude. There's only one chapter in Jude. So Jude chapter number one, verse number 20, starting in verse 20. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continually progress. Rise like an edifice, higher and higher. Pray in the Holy Spirit. And keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously and looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, which will bring you to eternal life. And have mercy on some who are doubting. But you, beloved, build yourselves up. You see, David, a man after God's own heart, knew enough, had invested enough in himself in his faith that he had a reservoir of faith to draw upon, to encourage himself in the Lord. And here, too, Jude is reminding us to build ourselves up in the faith, continually progressing. You see, sanctification is a process, progressive sanctification. Every day we can add to our faith. Every morning and every evening. The Bible says His mercies are new every morning. So every day is a new opportunity for us to add to our faith. Every day is a new day for us to renew our commitment to speak life, to to think of things that are lovely and praiseworthy, to guard our our minds to guard our hearts to to bridle our tongue every day is a new opportunity to to add to our faith and keep yourselves in the love of God perfect love casts out all fear so when you find yourself feeling afraid draw upon the love of God keep yourselves in the love of God remind yourself of the love of God. This is a time where your partnership, your your relationship with God can become even stronger because it is just the two of you. How intimate that during this time when we are um, forced to make new priorities, that we can have a newfound intimate relationship with Almighty God. We can we can speak to him on a personal level about all the things that we are um, going through. And have mercy on some who are doubting. As I said a few moments ago, to those who find yourselves discouraged, be encouraged. God's mercy is big enough. It's okay if you feel discouraged. It's okay if you um, have doubts. It's okay if you feel mad. Jesus got mad. He dumped over the tables. Emotions are okay. We need to have mercy with ourselves as well. We need to show ourselves love and grace and mercy as, as well. So as, um, as my word of encouragement is coming, Um, To a close, I, I just want to remind you that an almighty God who created all of this has you in the palm of his hands. And he knows exactly where you are and what you're going through. He knows exactly what you're thinking even when you don't even say it. He knows the emotions that you have. And I encourage you now more than ever put on the armor of god on the date when you wake up in the morning Make it part of your wardrobe. As you're getting dressed with physical clothes, get yourself dressed with those spiritual clothes so that you can put on the helmet of salvation. You can put on the breastplate of righteousness, right choiceness. You can buckle the belt of truth around your waist. You can choose that you are going to um, rely on God this truth. The sword of the spirit. You can choose to arm yourself with the word of God. That you can be strong and very courageous. That you can be on guard. That you can be aware of the things that are that are going on in your family, in your mind, in your, you know, immediate situation, so that you um, can can recognize when you are looking at at the storm instead of the one that calms the storm. That you can sort of put yourself into check. Hey. Remember, we're going to go no lower than gratitude. Hey, remember, we're going to um, be governors of our mouths. We are going to choose what we we say. We are going to choose what we think about and what we feel. We are going to keep the armor of God in use 24-7. We are going to allow the Holy Spirit to give us words to say. We are going to be careful what we say be careful what we see and be careful what we what we hear so that we can continually build ourselves up in the faith because you know what as we grow our faith that's a testimony to somebody else to enable them to grow their faith as well during a time of uncertainty during a during a time of turmoil to have the peace of God that transcends understanding. To have a supernatural peace that that doesn't really make sense to the world. What a testimony. What a testimony to, to be able to have that kind of peace. Well, that requires investing in our faith. That requires adding to our faith daily. That requires growing our faith daily. That requires being on guard, standing firm in the faith, being courageous, doing everything in love. That... That requires us to add to our faith um, daily as as we trust in him because we know that during this circumstance God is still on the throne that during this circumstance as trying as it may be as difficult as it may be as confusing as it may be we know that God is still on the throne we know that the end is already written we know that the devil did not win we know that coronavirus did not win we know that God is able to do exceedingly immeasurably above what we can ask or think and to those of you who are ill to those of you who are concerned about your finances we are praying for you but please know that God is in control and he is Jehovah Jireh your provider he is Jehovah Rapha he is your healer and as you continue to encourage yourself to find ways to be thankful to be um to, to exercise gratitude, to exercise self-control, to be disciplined with what you think. You're, you will watch your faith grow. You will watch your demeanor change from morning to gladness. You will see those new mercies every morning and you will begin to even be more thankful, to experience even more gratitude, to to watch your faith progressively grow. So Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word is true and that it encourages us even today. And God, I pray for every person within the sound of my voice. God, I pray that in a miraculous way, they would feel your presence, God, now more than ever. God, that they would feel um, you with them, that they would feel your arms of love wrapping around them. God, that they would see in a miraculous way, your provision like never before for finances, for health, for direction, for wisdom, for wisdom. God, I pray that those who need wisdom, God, that you would give it to them. Those who need health, God, that you would heal them. Those that need finances, you would provide for them. And God, I pray that they would begin to see your hand in the little things like never before. And Lord, I pray that those who began this conversation discouraged will be ending this conversation encouraged. And that they will remind themselves of the new ways to build upon their faith daily god i thank you that your word is true and that you are with us in jesus name amen god
0: bless you and be blessed wow i told you she's a woman of the word and i love that she said victory is not an event it's a lifestyle victory is not an event it's a mindset Isn't that awesome? We pray and we think, oh, when it's done, I'll have the victory. But victory is a mindset. And so today, as you're typing in that chat, I'm so glad to see you with me again today for Thursday Connect. I've got up on the screen so you remember to join me Sunday as we celebrate Mother's. And I'm telling you what, uh, there have been a couple small places and also through Amazon that I've been able to order some things and I'm going to come back to ICF Rome in the physical with some presents and some surprises. I might not be able to give them to you today or Sunday, but I'm going to give them to you when we come back. We've got some special things in store, so you don't want to miss the homecoming when we all come home together. But right now, as you're typing in that chat and, you know, we'll, I'll go back and look at it as well. And we'll be praying over those things. I want you to say, I need victory in or I have experienced victory in. I have experienced victory in my health. I thank God that a diagnosis the doctor tried to give me a couple years ago has completely disappeared. And God has helped me and restored me. And um, for those in my Thursday connect, you also know that um, there were several months when my shoulder, I had a shot in my shoulder and I just couldn't sleep. I want you to know God has healed my shoulder and it's still healed. So what type it in the chat. I am experiencing victory in, and you'll see in this final prayer that Jacqueline gives us that God knows your need, and he wants you to know he's praying for you today. Not every day feels excited and like sunshine, although I love sunshiny days. But on those days when God wants us to rest before him or to dig into his word, I want you to go back into the book of Corinthians. I want you to say, Lord, what are you speaking to me through Jacqueline's encouragement today? And so I am praying with you that the Lord will just illuminate your heart, that you will know that you are loved, that you are valuable, that every prayer you pray touches the heart of Father God. He hears you. He hears you. He said in Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. So, you know, how can I ever find if I don't ask? Ask. How can I ever have wisdom revealed if I don't seek? So today, I want you to focus on the victory mindset, not the victory event. Focus on the victory mindset. And I want you to do your part. Ask, seek, knock, and wait for God's timing with great faith. So Lord, today, I pray that even as Jacqueline prayed, that you would touch the heart of that one who has been weary or struggling or uncertain, that there is no shame in being human. Even Jesus had these variety of emotions, as Jacqueline mentioned. So Lord, today, I pray that you would help us to give ourselves grace, help us to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Help us to remember that victory is not an event. It is a mindset. And help me to walk In that victory mindset, help me to ask and to receive. Help me to seek and find and help me to knock and to watch that door that I thought was closed be open in Jesus' name. He's going to do it for you and you're going to have a testimony in the next few weeks. I believe it. I think it's a promise and I know that God keeps his promises when he appoints you and anoints you. He also provides. So don't you worry. Don't you fret. God's not finished with you yet. Don't you worry. Don't you fret. God's not finished with you yet. Stay on the path. I love you. Ciao.